Merry Christmas, friend. I am so proud of you for listening to this podcast today. As you are making an intentional choice to fix your heart on Jesus, the one we are supposed to be celebrating this time of year. My hope and prayer is that this would be an encouragement to you and remind you that Jesus came for all, but he also came just for you. Help me spread this message by sharing it with your friends and family on social media, and also by clicking the button to text this episode to them. We both know we could all use something that would help us focus more on celebrating that Jesus came instead of getting caught up in the crazy of this time of year. This Advent study is brought to you by Online Women's Bible Study and Online Women's Retreat. If you are looking to grow in God's Word and community, you get a week free to try out being a member at OnlineWomensBibleStudy.com. This is the perfect time to join because we are doing some special things for Advent, including giving the PDF version of this study away to our members. Finally, this January is the next Online Women's Retreat, and you do not want to miss out on this. Go to OnlineWomensRetreat.com to grab a spot if you want 2022 to be the year you found some serious freedom in Jesus, identified your purpose, and chased hard after His call for your life. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss a single episode. Now let's get started with focusing our hearts and minds on the one who came for all. For All, Day 8, Elizabeth with Jen Jet Barrett. Talk to God, praise, repent, ask, yield, then stop and listen. I listened to a dear friend teach from the first chapter of Luke a couple years ago, a time I had been wading through the unexpected journey of a divorce at 39 years old. You never think you will find yourself there, but there I was after 15 years of marriage. I was learning to accept that sometimes God allows the very thing he never intended for us struggle and pain, to be the very thing that draws us to the gospel in ways we've never known before. And I remember thinking to myself, I want to live my life like Elizabeth. Read Luke 1, 6-7. Notice how Elizabeth had, was barren yet blameless. Luke 1, 6-7. And they were both righteous before God, walking blamelessly in all the commandments and statutes of the Lord, but they had no child because Elizabeth was barren, and both were advanced in years. Scripture tells us early on in Luke that Elizabeth was old and barren. And when a woman is barren, the public assumption was that she was either unfaithful to God or unfaithful to her husband. But Luke is clear to let us know that both of them were upright in the sight of God, observing all the Lord's commandments and regulations blamelessly. This does not mean they were sinless. Rather, they lived a life of obedience and divine worship. Can you imagine what that must have felt like? To live a life faithful to the Lord, yet seen as disgraceful to others. Even though Elizabeth was aware of what people were saying, she stayed the course and remained upright and blameless. Question, when was the last time you felt judged by others, and how did that make you feel? Prompt, now read Luke 1, 23-25. And notice how Elizabeth was boastful and believed her God. Luke 1, 23-25 And when his time of service was ended, he went to his home. And after these days, his wife Elizabeth conceived, and for five months she kept herself hidden, saying, Thus the Lord has done for me in the days when he looked on me and taken away my reproach among people. I absolutely love what Elizabeth did right after she found out she was pregnant. 
Her response wasn't to erase the disgrace in public. Her response was to boast in the Lord's work in seclusion. She believed he had done this work, not luck or medical miracle, but the Lord. It is a reminder that the Lord's merciless withholding can actually be his strategic timing. And John was to be born for such a time as this. Luke 1, 14-15a says, He will be a joy and a delight to you, and many will rejoice because of his birth, for he will be great in the sight of the Lord. And Luke 1, 16 says, He will bring back many of the people of Israel to the Lord their God. You see, John wasn't just born for the people. He was born for Mary and Jesus. Born for Mary and that due to Elizabeth's own gossip about pregnancy, she understood the disgrace that comes from public shaming which allowed Elizabeth to comfort Mary, helping to keep her young eyes fixed on the Lord and born for Jesus and that God saw him fit for the Son of Man to have a friend. Question, do you have friendships that seem handpicked from God? Please share in the space below. Prompt, read Luke 1, 39-45 and notice how Elizabeth was compassionate amid the blessing. Luke 1, 39-45 in those days, Mary arose and went with haste into the hill country, to a town in Judah. And she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. And when Elizabeth heard the greeting of Mary, the baby leapt in her womb. And Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. And she exclaimed with a loud cry, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And why is this granted to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For behold, when the sound of your greeting came to my ears, the baby in my womb leapt for joy. And blessed is she who believed that there would be fulfillment of what was spoken to her from the Lord. Mary starts off by recognizing that God is her Savior, Luke 1, Only sinners need a Savior. She knows that her life is full of sin, undeserving of this calling God has on her life. Elizabeth was experiencing the blessing of a baby, her baby. She had waited who knows how long. Then this young girl, who isn't even married yet, rushes in to tell of her unexplainable news. I'm moved by this next part. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leapt in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Decades of Elizabeth's deep devotion for the Lord is evidence of her by being filled with the Holy Spirit and coming to an understanding that this blessing is not about her, but about the Messiah who is to come. The Spirit of the Lord moved Elizabeth to compassion, joy, and celebration. Luke 1, 42-45 says, In a loud voice she exclaimed, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the child you will bear. And what, But why am I so favored that the mother of my Lord should come to see me? As soon as the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. Blessed is she who has believed that the Lord would fulfill his promises to her. Prompt. Write down the last sentence from the scripture above, replacing she with your name. What promise are you currently believing God for? And then she asked the most profound why. It's not why does Mary get to be the mother of the Lord, rather why am I so favored that the mother of my Lord should come to me? Elizabeth's eyes stayed fixed in the Lord and on his ways, his plans, his timing, believing he is who he says he is, faithful always. Thus, God used Elizabeth's disgraceful barrenness to experience the gospel in a way she had never known. Doer of the word, how can you apply what you have learned from the Lord today?
I hope that was encouraging to you. Remember that Jesus came for all, but he also came just for you. It would be so helpful if you would leave a review of this show, plus share this with your friends and family. We want to encourage as many people as we can with this free Advent study. As a reminder, if you are looking to grow in God's word and community, you get a week free to try out being a member at OnlineWomensBibleStudy.com. Finally, this January is the next online women's retreat, and you do not want to miss out on this. Go to OnlineWomensRetreat.com to grab a spot if you want 2022 to be the year you found some serious freedom in Jesus, identified your purpose, and chased hard after His call for your life. I'll see you next time, friend. Bye.